Hi, everyone. Welcome to Movies with My Mother. I am Lexi. And I'm, I'm Lori. And today we watched John Carpenter's They Live. They do. Uh, it was from 1988. It was a solid R. It was 94 minutes long, and obviously it was directed by John Carpenter. Yes. And we have said in other Carpenter episodes that we have talked Carpenter to death. Yes, we have. So we're probably not going to talk a lot about him today. No, no, I don't have much at all. It got in 86 and a, 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, pretty high. Yeah. Uh-huh. 55 on Metascore, which I feel like that trends low. I do, too. I, I think that that's a high score for Metascore, but yeah. I don't think that that compares to the other scores. And 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb, which, again, I feel is low. I for think, a movie like this? I think that that sounds... Do you think it's because there's not a lot of big names in there? Absolutely not. Roddy Roddy Piper was, was hot in the WWF at that time. He was. Very, very hot. I don't... I don't but... There's not a lot of big names in it. I, I like it. I have written down here that the only real names I recognized was Jason Robards. That's it. Oh, of course, our our friend Keith David. Yeah, friend of the pod. Right. Keith. <laughs> um, but I didn't recognize those names. And we're gonna talk about this later. This has been co-opted by so many vastly different communities of people. Oh? Some good, some bad. Okay. Mostly bad. Um, <laughs> that I just, I, I think that it would have trended a little higher rating-wise. Okay. All right. I thought it was an excellent movie. I really enjoyed it. Good. Um, the budget I read both three and four million dollars, so somewhere between the two, I guess. I didn't write that down, but I had seen that it was not really a huge m- number. No, when the worldwide gross was about thirteen point four million dollars. Yeah, I did see that, and I didn't think that was a very big number either. No, but again, you know, it didn't. You know, seven out of ten. Weird. Yeah. The basic plot is that an unnamed drifter discovers that through special sunglasses, the ruling class are aliens concealing their appearance and manipulating people to consume, breed, and conform in subliminal messages in mass media. Yeah. Well, they've been talking about subliminal messages in the the world for a long time. Since TV. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all the years I've worked in retail... But, you know, there's always somebody says, oh, there's subliminal messages on the, the speakers overhead. I'm thinking, what? Well, of course there is. It's all those those groaning voices. Like like I, I said when we were at, at Walmart near Thanksgiving and there were the messages that came on. It came on. It came on about how great Walmart was for letting their employees have Thanksgiving off. No, oh, OK. Yes. Yeah. Let's pat ourselves on the back. Yeah. So, yeah, of course. Right. And, you know, Justin and I are walking through Walmart, like, listen to this horse shit. <laughs> it's like, wow, mighty, mighty white of you to give somebody a holiday off after you, you know, you destroyed a billion holidays. Right. For how many years? Yeah. Right. I see you. Thanks a lot. No, that's only propaganda. 
that's not subliminal messages. But I think hearing it like 15 times in a half hour shopping trip, I think mm-hmm. that that really is to work that earworm into your head. But, but that's straight up propaganda. The more you hear how good I am, the more you'll think I'm good. I'm thinking, you know, what what we always said was they had, you know, somebody saying, don't steal, don't damage stuff. You know, that's what I think subliminal message is. Mm. Not, not patting yourself on the back. I don't know. I think I think it's a a lot of everything. It could be absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we already talked a little bit about the stars, but it was a Rowdy Roddy Piper, mm-hmm. Keith David, Meg Foster with those eyes. Wow. George Buck, Flower, Peter Jason, Raymond Saint Jacques, Jason Robards the Third, um, Cy Richardson, and Lucille Meredith. Yeah, that was his son, father and son. I think I read that. Oh, okay. Wait, no, let me look and see what I said. Yes, yes. Okay. Jason Robards is Jason Robards the third's father. Wouldn't wouldn't that mean that Jason Robards is Jason Robards the second? I or Junior? Yeah, one of the two. Yes, I am not exact. I didn't write that down, but I would think yes. He was married to Lauren Bacall and from 61 to 68. Really? Yeah. Can you imagine Lauren Bacall? Okay. Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. Um, this was based on a 1963 short story called Eight O'Clock in the, in the Morning mm-hmm. by a man named Ray Nelson. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, the screenplay was written by somebody named Frank Armitage. Did you see that? I did. did. And do you know who Frank Armitage is? We could talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's our friend, John Carpenter. That's John Carpenter. He, he, it said that he used that, um, what is it? Nom de plure? What's that word? Nom de plume, I think is Nom what it de is. plume, yeah. But, uh, I wrote down pseudonym. Yeah, his pseudonym. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, he he wrote that up because I I don't I don't really didn't really understand why he uh I thought maybe he wrote stuff that he didn't wasn't in the mainstream John Carpenter stuff. I feel like I read somewhere that it was like in order to like get it pushed through because people weren't looking for writer director blah 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 mm-hmm. and they weren't looking for multi hyphenates. So he was just like, well, I'll just write this and put it in under somebody else's name and. It'll it'll go through real easy because nobody knows that that's me. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But don't we all kind of have a lot of AKAs? I mean, you know, I got when when you do fill out the form to get your FBI background screen, you got to put all these names down. I I could put all these names down that I have had. It's difficult, you know, not using my real name all the time. People don't. First off, people don't know I have two names. Most people. And then you got to write all those names down. Who wants to write that? How many names does he have? Okay, never mind. How many names do you have? Well, Laurel East, Lori East, Laurel Harris, Lori Harris. Oh, for Christ's sakes, really? Yes, you got to write when you've never had a background, an FBI background screen. Why would I need to? 
Well, I do. I just assume everybody I know has them. Okay. So you've got to write all that stuff down. Sorry. Sure. That's a, because people know me as all these different names. Okay. Even Mrs. William Harris. Oh, Jesus. People know me as Mrs. Harris. They don't know I have a name other than Mrs. Oh. You know, so you got to write all that crap down or you could get, you know, or you could get marked down on your score. I don't know. I don't know how they do that. Okay. So, yeah. Sorry. Weird. I just gave the world my information. I can cut that out. No, they don't need to. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Back to back to back to this. All right. Yeah. That's weird. I just I think it's amazing that they do that. And he is certainly not the only oh director that does that. No. We have, we have talked about that and others. Not not one comes to my mind right this minute. Nothing is in my mind right now. <laughs> just our breakfast. Oh, I was just going to say we should talk about breakfast before, before we... we forget. <laughs> well, in honor of of consuming, we went out and uh, got ourselves uh, eggles from Barry's Bagel delicious. and coffee from Tim Hortons, and it was delicious. It was very delicious. We were there first thing this morning. Bagels were nice and fresh. Yeah. It was delicious. The lady at Tim Hortons was overly enthusiastic about being at Tim Hortons. Yes, she was. And I liked it. It was a little extra, but it was fine. Yes. Yes. Mom got a really sloppy coffee. Oh, really? It's it, all over my coat and my car. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't spill it. Yeah. It's that messy. <laughs> it's messy. It's coffee and it's messy. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Alexis got a sleeve. Yeah, I got a sleeve because I got, well, I didn't get coffee. I got hot chocolate. And their hot chocolate, I don't know why, is hotter than the sun. <laughs> they heat the chocolate up and extra even, hot. And even holding it on the sleeve, it is really, really fucking hot. <laughs> so while I was trying to help you get out of the car, like, my hand was literally on fire. Sorry. It's okay. Sorry. I don't drink hot much, so I, I've never... I've never had a cup with a sleeve. I, I just don't know why it's so hot. No, I can't even imagine. I mean, it's made out of the same stuff the coffee's made out of. Some kind of powder and water. Yeah. I I don't know, but it's... Holy cow. Liquid lava. But it really smelled good. Oh, it was delicious. It really, really smelled good. And I'll tell you what, even though my coffee was messy, it tasted just like what I wanted. The, the foam I had on my hand tasted really good. It's like marshmallow foam. Yeah. I don't know what how they make that cold foam that goes on top. But even though I don't like marshmallow, it tastes like marshmallow to me. Mm. And I just, I, yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like it. And uh, we started our day out doing our TikTok first. We have been doing our TikTok after we watched the movie. Only because the world doesn't open until 7 a.m. And we were both alive well, well before that. Yes, we were. Crazy. 
Saturday morning. Why would we be up that early? Yeah. I had been do- up doing laundry since, you know, about 3.15. Like oh, I my said. God. Nope, I was sleeping. But I got up at a quarter to six, so that's pretty late for me. Yeah. I- I'm usually up 4.30, 5 o'clock at the very latest. Yeah, nope. I, I was up. I was wide awake. Sex and Justin. Ugh. Talking to Butterscotch outside. The neighborhood strays. Doing doing laundry. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I was coming over. I, you know, forgot every why I was coming here. Left my homework at home. <laughs> I got my garbage can out of the garage. I've been cleaning up, picking up stuff. So I have a pretty full garbage can. I'm going to have to take it out tomorrow. And even though Monday is President's Day, we are still having garbage pickup here in Toledo. Oh, really? Yes, we okay. are. So don't not take your garbage can out. Okay. We're probably not going to get mail, though. Um, No, the post office is closed. Yeah. Okay. But Republic is working. Okay. So, um, so I've been filling up my garbage can with junk from my house been trying to move around whatever yeah whatever but yes our berry bagel bagel was delicious it was delicious it's just a bagel with a microwaved egg and a piece of microwave microwaved sausage it's delicious yes it was but the bagel was especially good today i think yeah, I don't get it toasted either. I think there's a difference in the in the way they taste when they're toasted. I absolutely agree with that. I've always ever had my bagel sandwiches toasted. Never again. Oh my gosh, <laughs> what a difference. I'm serious. It was a huge difference. Yeah, I think it is. You know, I love to eat. I love I love to have the different, you know, the food that should be this or that. But man, Without it being toasted, it was just unbelievably good. Yeah, that's the way I like it. Although, it could be uh, just really hungry. <laughs> was ready for some breakfast. Yeah, we went through like four different diners before we figured out that nobody was open. I was shocked nothing was open at, at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I just, you know, I, I don't know. If I had a diner, I'd be open at 6 o'clock, and I'd probably be open at 5. I think there's a lot of people, especially old people, who go to diners. Yeah. I think they'd come in at 5 o'clock. Maybe. But how hard would it be to get workers to come in at 4 o'clock to start cooking? Oh, now that's the hard part. Yeah. You know, you'd have to have all old people working inside, too. <laughs> I don't know. I love that 4 to noon shift. I, Yeah. The, you know, the more you talk about it, the more I like it. <laughs> because I'm always up. You know, and, and a lot of times I, well, I, I don't, re- well, I have my nap around three. But then I get up and go to bed around eight. So four o'clock is fine with me. But, but of course, we are crazy. Thank yeah. you for noticing. So, yeah. What do you got? I got a little bit of trivia. Well, let's see. I talked about Jason Robards. That's, like I said, yeah. that's the only name other than Keith David. Um, he is. He has had a huge career. Have we talked about him at all? No. He's had over three hundred roles in movie and TV. Who, Jason Robards or Keith no, David? Keith David. Oh, okay. He's Juilliard trained. Really. 
um, he started with, um, in the 80s, with, he toured with John Houseman. Okay. The, um, John Houseman's The Acting Company. And I, I remember that. I, I recognized that when he said that. Um, we saw him in The Thing. Yeah. Um, we saw him in Men at Work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and he's been in tons of stuff. Yeah. You're you're watching Community. You'll find that he's in the last season of Community. Oh, my gosh. As a man named Elroy Potashnik. El, Elroy? Yeah. Okay. He he's done documentaries. He's done voice work. I mean, yeah, he is everywhere. That voice. How can you not oh, do voice work? Right, right. You are correct in that. But you know, I was surprised at how much stuff he was in. And Juilliard Train. My goodness. Yeah, they don't I, take I, just anybody. And it, he would have been in in. Juilliard in the seventies, early eighties. Mm-hmm. That was a well-respected gig back then. Yeah, that was that was high. Not everybody got in there. No, not everybody does. So I I was very impressed. But I like him. I mean, he's our good friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> friend yeah. of the pod. Right, right. And this Ray Nelson guy, he uh, wrote the eight o'clock in the morning. Okay. He he claims to have invented the uh, propeller beanie. You know the little beanie caps with the propeller on top. Boy, okay. For some reason, he is credited with having invented those. Sure. So I thought that's pretty cool. I mean, no, it's not, but okay. Somebody thinks it is. Who hasn't worn a propeller beanie? You're right. You know, um, he's an author, a cartoonist. Um, he this this eight o'clock in the morning was first published in the magazine of fantasy and science fiction, and the art was done by Bill Ray. Okay, and for some reason, I I was going to look up Bill Ray because that is an awfully familiar name. Is he a comic book cartoonist? Does Not that... ringing any bells. Okay. I was going to look him up and I never did. I, I don't think so. Um, and they, uh, it, it is in a, a comic book anthology now uh, with alien encounters and stuff. But I thought that's kind of interesting. I mean, how how interesting is that 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 it would go from you know something a beginning like that to a pretty good movie like this a John Carpenter movie I I'm impressed well you know stranger things have happened that's well yeah oh and here I have the pseudonym he used um, Carpenter used the pseudonym Frank Armitage when he uh he said he wasn't and and that's just a side note, but he was not happy with uh, Reaganomics and the politics of the time, and that's how this has this movie grew out of that. Right. Well, and we're finding now that Reaganomics and trickle down economics really, really fucked the working class. Right. 
in in now times in well, in you know going through the ages right and it was all bad the only people that liked it are the rich people the only correct. people that still like it are the rich ruling classes correct and this movie i feel like this movie still today it says so much yes. about the world that we live in. Yes. And the ruling class. Yes. And and like that that man said when he saw them come in that ballroom, you know, you're one of us now. One of us now. What yeah. does that mean? It's it's never good to be one of us. No well, I don't know. I'd like to be one of us for a while. Well, no, but in the movies, <laughs> when people are saying one of us, right. it's never a good thing. Right. right? And, and you know, and, and Reaganomics is kind of what started that homeless thing. You know, he, Reagan shut down all the um, social service type stuff that we had before. Mental hospitals and, and help like that right and you can't just shut that type of thing down no and i was looking while we were watching the movie that the, the un it's called unhoused no it's not homeless anymore right right um, which i mean i don't know i don't know why we need to fancy it up i don't know why we need to i i feel like it's this is this is shameful stuff that we need to address, and yes. it needs to be called what it's called. Right, I agree with you. I, you know, we can't. This isn't stuff that we need to make you know friendly for for gentile ears. Right. This is this is real shit. Right. And there are between five hundred and eighty thousand and six hundred and fifty thousand unhoused people at any given day of right. any given year. Right. And that's too fucking many. Exactly. Exactly. We're the richest country in the world. Why can't everybody have a place to live? Because we, because of the systemic failures right. that have allowed stuff like this to happen. And we right. can't talk about those systemic failures no. because we, we have, you know, we're so great. Yes, we are. And it's, it's awful. Yes. It's awful. Yes. And the same thing with food. We have we throw away more food than we could possibly that the world could possibly eat, and there are people that don't have enough food. We are, we're so lucky that we were able to drive to the next city over and get a bagel. Yeah, because it was delicious and we wanted one. There, you know, many, 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 many people don't have that opportunity. No. They don't even have an opportunity to walk walk to their kitchen to get something to eat because there's nothing there. And same thing. Why are people hungry? Right. I don't get it. Right. At school lunch debt. Why why is that a thing? Right. What? Right. We have to save these we have to have these children. We have to protect these children. But we don't have to feed them? No. Mm -mm. No, right. It's king. Right. And then they have to be bullied when they, they're standing there in line waiting to get something to eat. And they can't because their their lunch tab is too high. What do you mean? Give them food. Yeah. So, you know, you're you're uh, in line to pay for the 
oh, I'm going to pay for the guy behind me at the. Oh, I the, hate those people. The pull-up line. You know what? Go into your school and give that twenty to the lunch people. Take this off of somebody's bill. Yeah. You know, do that. Don't don't. Yeah. No, I for the guy in the back that ordered a five dollar coffee that can afford it. Yeah, I'm at Starbucks because I can afford it. Right. Exactly. Take that that five, ten, fifteen, twenty dollars that you're going to pay. Take that over to the school in your neighborhood and and pay off somebody's lunch tab. You know, I'm a terrible person. I always end the pay it forward line. I do too. Because fuck you. Right. I. You know, I, I came to pay for my own food. And if you want to pay for my food, that's fine. But I'm not paying for anybody else's food but mine. Right. Because if you're in that line, you can afford it. Right. That that's not that's not a thing. Yeah, you you've already decided that you're going to spend that money there. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So take that take that five, ten, twenty dollars to a school nearby you and pay off somebody's lunch debt. Yeah. That'd the be, fact that we be, have lunch debt is egregious. Right. Why why should a kindergartner have a lunch debt? Yeah. Come on. That kindergartner don't know anything. Anyway. Yeah. Let's stop. Let's stop. Yeah. <laughs> we can do this. <laughs> wow, we've already gotten off a tangent. We've only been doing this for five minutes. <laughs> it's about twenty five minutes, but it's okay. Yeah, we have strong feelings and you know and and we're both of us are sitting here. We're both very, very fortunate. Yeah, we weren't always that way. No, no, it hasn't always been comfortable. No, but no, we're, we're comfortable. Yep, and that's a great place to be. It certainly is. Um, certainly is. And we can watch great movies on your wall-sized television. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have ever thought we could have a television as big as a wall? Right. <laughs> I, I never thought of that, but I know, you know, we're lucky and, and we enjoy what we do and, you know, be nice to people. Yeah. And don't buy my fucking food at McDonald's. Just nope. leave me alone. Yep. Okay. Let's go back to the movie. Okay. I got some more information. Okay. What you got? Um, Carpenter originally wrote this movie with Kurt Russell in mind. Yes, I saw that. And um and I can absolutely see Kurt Russell doing this. Oh yeah. Doing it but I think uh Rowdy Roddy Piper could be Kurt Russell's stand in. Oh yeah. You know, I having having lived through that time, I don't remember him being quite so pretty. Yeah, he's a good looking man. He certainly is. My goodness. But I wasn't a real big wrestling fan back then. Nobody. Who was? Well, I think a lot of people were, but not me. You know, so I only remember him TV and stuff. And I recognized the name right away. I had a picture in my head right away. Um, So I thought thought he was a perfectly good uh, picture of that. But um, Carpenter, you know, and as the movie went on, as the writing went on and everything and they were getting ready to film and stuff. Carpenter didn't want to do another one with Kurt Russell. So he had just done the thing with him and he thought, oh, he didn't want to do that. So here are some of the other people that were thought of for that part of um, John Nada in this movie. Okay. 
Tom Cruise. Harrison Ford. Oh, okay. Can you see either one of them? No. And and our good friend, uh, Bruce Campbell. Really? Yeah. Okay. But in the end, uh, Roddy Piper was picked. And I asked you if you noticed that he had on a wedding ring. Yes. He, um, they wanted him to take the wedding ring off for the movie. He said, absolutely not. I'm married and I'm not taking it off. I thought, good for you, buddy. Yeah. Good for you. That says a lot about, you know, him, that he respected the institution enough to wear the ring. A lot of people in Hollywood have done that. I remember when, um, on Growing Pains, when, when Mike Seaver, like, when he was still playing a teenage boy, he was a grown man and he had gotten married and, um, he was like real adamant about his wedding ring. They, they taped over it with, um, flesh tone tape huh? because he refused to take it off and I, I don't know why i remember that story because i could give two shits about kurt cameron but it's right that's okay that's okay but i thought that was an interesting part of the um the story of the movie yeah and you you see it a lot you know you know, men don't have to be married to wear a ring on absolutely that finger or any finger What's the, what's the difference? Right. You know, but I thought that was, I thought it was kind of interesting when, when he first met up with, um, Meg Foster, Keith David, Keith David. Okay. I thought it was interesting when he met up with Keith David at the, at the job site. Mm -hmm. And then Keith David was talking about coming from Detroit and his wife and kids. Yeah. And I thought. They don't make steel in Detroit. They make cars in Detroit. They make steel in Ohio, in Cleveland. I thought they got it a little bit mixed up. Yeah, but I think I don't know. I think racially at that time, where do where do black people come from? Oh, they come from Detroit. But they make cars in Detroit. Well, you're not supposed to know that. Oh, oh. See, I keep doing that, yeah. don't I? I, I keep feel, using my tiny little brain. I feel like. But I'm thinking these are people who have never been in this part of the country are writing these things. Absolutely. People and people that are like trying to keep things a little racially ambiguous that they don't know anything about anything. And they're just like, oh, you know, Detroit black people. Oh, OK. I didn't get that from this, but I thought. I didn't necessarily think of him as a black person from Detroit. I just thought of him as a worker from detroit well that's i guess that's the difference between like you and the average viewer like oh. you're not going to sit there and mollow over the fact that keith david is in fact an african-american gentleman okay a lot of people will oh, okay and i know that i you know what but i don't think that way i just thought oh detroit they make cars there the factories there are cars. Yeah. They make steel in Ohio. <laughs> that's all I was saying. That's uh, Well, that's just because we live in the Midwest and we know what goes on between here and Detroit because Detroit is a heartbeat away. Exactly. Uh, how many times have we been in Detroit? Yeah. A million. Mm -hmm. And when you drive through Detroit, you see the car factories. <laughs> yeah, no steel foundries. No. They may make steel in Detroit, maybe. I don't know. But that's not what 
No. No. But, like, cars aren't made of steel anymore. So Correct. Correct. Why would you see anything now, anyways? Right. Right. Um, Carpenter was very dissatisfied with with uh, everything Reaganism, everything political. He was just very unhappy with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he felt that the sale of everything was, you know, part of the problem. Um, what did I read? What? Oh, right. And he felt like the sunglasses, when the, they put the sunglasses on, that would be the perfect tool to show how we have covered our eyes for so long and we can only see real through the sunglasses. Oh, well, that's interesting. I, I just, I, when I, I kind of wrote that down ish, so, and I don't even remember where I read that, but I thought, yeah. We've been, we've been, you know, we're sheep. We follow. Yeah, we, we follow. Been living the herd mentality forever. Right. Right. Now, I read um, that on an episode of Monster Vision, and the only reason that Monster Vision even like was interesting to me is because um, Shudder has the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs, and Joe Bob Briggs was the host of Monster Vision in the nineties, and I remember watching that. And so I remember, I remember Joe Bob Briggs and Monster Vision, but on a 1997 episode of Monster Vision, Roddy Piper mentioned that John Carpenter had really wanted him to discuss the film's political subtext while doing promo for the film. Oh. And um, he, being not a U.S. citizen, was really kind of leery. I didn't read that. He's not an American. No, he's Canadian. You didn't hear him say sorry. I did read that. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he was here on a green card and he was just like, I can't really talk about American politics because they're allowing me to be here. <laughs> <laughs> you can still have your own politics. You know, and I guess because, you know, Canada and America are, you know, brother and sister. Right. You know, most people think that way. They they don't really see Canadians and Americans as all that different. Well, I see them as world different. Oh, being an American? Oh, Just, oh yeah. Being an American in Canada is wild. Yes. Because Canadi- every Canadian I've ever met has been so nice. Right? Super nice. I've never met any garbage Canadians. Me either. Me either. I've met a Million garbage Americans. Yes. And we've been to big cities in Canada. Yeah. You know, Toronto is a huge city. Yeah. Everybody is always so pleasant. I got a free cab ride in Toronto all around the city because the guy didn't know where the hell he was going. And he finally just took (laughs) us back to the hotel. And he's just like, I'm not going to make you pay for this because I have no I I didn't know where to take you. And I, I don't. We drove past the Blue Jay Stadium. Oh we were God. all oh, where we needed to go was, you know, like a, a couple four blocks away from the hotel, just you know, around the bend, and we were all over goddamn creation. <laughs> Didn't have to pay for the cab ride. It was nice. Okay, like nice. I, that guy was really nice, and he was very apologetic about having no idea where we were trying to go. How fun! <laughs> I, I love getting in the car and not knowing where I'm going. I do that all the damn time. 
Well, that'll make people pay for that. After after a while, he's just like, do you know where it is? And I'm like, no, dude, that's why I'm in the car with you. <laughs> I hope it wasn't anything important. No, we just want to go to the Hard Rock for dinner, but... <laughs> Did you find a different restaurant? We ended up eating somewhere near the hotel. Okay, yeah. perfect. Oh, my goodness. How funny... But yeah, I mean, yeah. If you've been to Canada from America, it's a, it's a whole different world there. And the only time that I even got any kind of guff was the bartender at the hotel because we we had a really nice hotel room, so it, it, we also had access to like this like bougie lounge on, on like a floor way above us. Yeah. And so we went there to see what it was about, and uh, I ordered a Jim Beam sour. And the guy's like, oh, you're American. And I said, okay. Sorry? And he's just like, well, if you were Canadian, you would get Canadian Club. I was just like, but I don't like Canadian Club. <laughs> they taste way different. Yeah. Now, I love me a good CC and something. But not everybody does. Yeah. That's that's why they have seven sevens. That's why, that's why they have a thousand different whiskeys. Yeah. Rise. Whatever you want to call it. Bourbons. Bourbon, yeah. yeah. So they have a thousand. They all taste different. You know, I went to a, an open bar recently where I asked for a whiskey sour and they put bitters in it. Ooh. And it was the best goddamn drink I've ever had in my life. Oh, my. I bet you that would taste really good. It was awesome. Okay. It tastes like a whiskey sour. It was amazing. She put a cherry in it, too. So I don't know what the hell she gave me. It sure as shit wasn't a whiskey sour. No, but have been. Delicious. I have a bottle of bitters at home. You want to no. take it and try to make something out of it? Uh-uh. What do you put bitters in? I'm trying to think. Put bitters in an old-fashioned? I think so. Uh, is that, that's probably why I have it, is to put it in an old-fashioned. Or like, what is that, a sidecar? Yes. I don't oh know. Oh my goodness. Yeah, she put bitters in it and I was just like, what is happening here? But then I drank it and I was like, this is wonderful. Oh my God, I'm glad I, I, I want I... four more of these. <laughs> yes, that's the problem with a, a good drink, isn't it? Yeah. Gotta have more. Gotta have more. But I gotta stop drinking whiskey, elk liquors made out of grain. Ugh. So, stick with my gin. Vodka is not made with grain, is it? I thought it was made out of potatoes. That's not a grain. That's a starch. That's a really big grain. Well, it's not a grain. I'm, yeah, no. But I'm not a vodka. I've never, ever been a vodka drinker. I used to drink vodka Hawaiian punch. You know, you know, vodka Hawaiian punch. <laughs> Blue inches of each? No. Yeah, yeah like, you know, yeah. like, like an inch of vodka and like six inches of Hawaiian punch. Yeah. Until I had a whole, until I had somebody make it for me and they put about six inches of vodka, you know, just a splash, <laughs> splash of Hawaiian punch for color. Oh, I drink. I love me a Hawaiian punch and something. Yeah. And, you know, I came from a time when, you know, I drank out of a garbage can. I mean, you know, if you haven't, li you haven't lived until you drink out of a 
a garbage can. Oh, yeah. Everybody brings a bottle of something and pours it into the garbage can. What do they call it? I don't remember because I probably drank too much. But, oh, my goodness. That's where I developed my love of Hawaiian punch. Because that's what goes into the garbage can. Yeah, you got to put that in there to make everything better. Cut cut that liquor a little bit. Yeah, because we never had that kind of stuff as kids. I don't ever remember even having Kool-Aid. We drank water. We drank milk. I don't ever even remember drinking anything other than that. I know I have had Kool-Aid at other people's houses, but not at ours. Um, But that's where I developed my love of Hawaiian pun. Oh, my, I've got a bottle. I tried to give you that bottle. You no, wouldn't I take it. because no, I'm going to drink the whole thing. Well, I'm... And then I'm going to be sorry. I'm slowly moving through. I will... I think the can of Hawaiian Punch, and I don't even know if they make it in a can anymore. Oh, God, I don't know. The can of Hawaiian Punch tastes so much better than that bottle that I have in my fridge. I I don't know. They, they made... I'm sure it's different from when they put it in a can, but I, I probably won't ever buy a big gallon jug of Hawaiian punch again. <laughs> because I think it, they make them in two liter bottles too. Oh, okay. It was good enough. It was good. And it was, it's Hawaiian punch, but it's not like it used to be. No, no, I don't think so. Maybe I've, maybe I've grown up a little. I don't know. Maybe it's all just high fructose corn syrup anymore. Well, yes, that's all it is. Fructose and high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. Is that two different things? No, not really. (laughs) According to the label, it is. Yes, I know, but sugar on sugar with sugar in it? No. Love it. But that's the way I look like I look. Because, (laughs) you know, I drink stuff. You know, I think of all the stuff I drank that I shouldn't drink. All that Coke. Oh, yeah. All, all of that soda all my life. We lived by the uh, bo- the Coca-Cola bottling factory when I was a little kid. And once once in a while, Dad would go over and get a breaker of Fanta Pop when it was in a bottle. Yeah. And, oh, my goodness, we always had Fanta Pop. That was delicious. That's, I, had a, I had a doctor looking at me, and he was just like, what happened to your teeth? And I said, I have soft enamel and in, in the 80s and 90s spent drinking Coca-Cola. What, what the fuck do you think happened to them? Yes. Yes. We, we acid and sugar and we don't have any teeth left. <laughs> sorry, baby. I'm so sorry. That's all right. I'm blaming dad for this. Okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah we what, what happened to you look at this body and tell me that it's from using meth okay <laughs> look at this body give me a break yeah yeah i've spent my life eating and drinking the wrong thing so you know hopefully you won't pay for it i will but like me i'm already there mm, sorry Sorry. Okay, back to the movie. Okay, what else what else do you got? Um well, I got stuff about Reaganism, you know, and neoliberal liberalism and 
like that. I mean, is that even what we want to talk about? It's really heavy. You know, you know, and all that, most all of that stuff that, all of that thinking that Reagan was thinking and all that, that idea of um, stuff that should be happening came, came about in the 30s. It's not even, it wasn't even new when Reagan thought about it. It, it was all, you know, it came from the 30s and it came before you know, even before the wars and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's, there's a lot of, you know, let's go, let's go talk about fun stuff. Like, okay. like you've got trivia, I'm sure. I do. Um, John Carpenter was really, uh, was really big on hiring local unhoused to shoot several scenes and be smaller characters in the movie. So most of those unhoused people were unhoused people. Oh my gosh. And he wanted to make sure that they were fed and had had some paychecks. I'll be darned. Yeah, he was real, real staunch about that. Okay, okay. Uh, since he kind of ruled out working with Kurt Russell, he was looking for somebody truly rugged to play the role of Nada. And he cast Roddy Piper after seeing him in WrestleMania 3. Yes. In 1987. 1987 WrestleMania 3. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, aliens superficially resemble walking, rotting corpses. And Carpenter didn't want the aliens to look like high-tech creatures. Oh. Like in other sci-fi movies, they're they're like robots and shit. Yes, yes. He thought that since these beings were corrupting humanity, they themselves should resemble corruption of human beings. Oh, cool! So that so that's why they look so awful. Yeah, like the he their teeth were you know, and their eyes were all weird. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay, I like that. The role of Frank was specifically written for Keith David based on his performance in the thing. Interesting. Why didn't he want to work with Kurt Russell then? Well, I feel like Kurt Russell, he had done movies with Kurt Russell that weren't big movies. Like, they were supposed to be big movies, and they never ended up being big movies. I think The Thing was the best collaboration that they did together. Okay. Okay. So, you know, he had done Escape from New York, which is a cult movie, which, you know, not many people have seen. All right. People that like these kind of movies have seen Escape from New York. But, like, you know, it's not a movie that you see every day. Uh-huh. I've never seen it. And Big Trouble in Little China oh, I flopped. Like it flopped really hard. Oh, I did like that movie. Though. It was great. It's a great movie. <laughs> But you know what? Most of the movies you tell me flopped. I think I liked them. I've, yeah. I've liked almost everything weird that we've watched. So, you know, what's the deal with that? I don't know. So I think maybe he was just kind of looking to move away from oh. box office poison. Okay. Because for whatever reason, he and Kurt Russell make great movies. But they don't do well. Right. 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 But, but, I mean, Rowdy Rowdy Piper could be his, you know, twin brother. Right. 
Um, did oh. you see? Did you see the little handheld radios? What is but, he doing? Is he killing you? He he's trying to get to the um, the the catnip. Oh, it's in the bag right there. Ishmo. He knows he can't get to it. He a butthole. He can smell it, but he can't get to it. I have catnip in my my work bag, and he's my best friend now. I think I'm gonna have to move that bag. Yeah, here, give it to me. Hold on. His, his tail. His tail. He's going. What? What the hell just happened? What? What's going? What? What did you do to me? That you were my friend. I am, baby. He still wants to talk. He's so sweet. He's so smart, but so dumb at the same I time. I know. He's so cute, though. Yes, I love him so much. Um, Marty Piper split with the WWF over starring in this movie because Vince McMahon was trying to control the whole thing. And mm -hmm. he was just like, no. Right. I did read that. I did read that. Oh, I was talking about the handheld communicators. Yes. When uh when the they're in the, the bad the alien headquarters, the news station headquarters. Yes. And the the like the army guys are on the stairs, the little yes. handheld communicators mm -hmm. they were using were also the PKE meters used in Ghostbusters. Yes, they were. <laughs> yes, they were. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness, yes, they were. And Ghostbusters has also moved into the realm of cult classics. So huh? at some point we'll be watching that. Okay. Goodness. Um Roddy Piper ad libbed the line, I've come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. I loved and I'm it. I'm all out of bubblegum. He he had had he kept when in his time in the WWF he kept a notebook of like catchphrases like stuff that he was working through to see if it could become his real catchphrase yes and that was something that was written in his book and he handed his book to John Carpenter and John Carpenter is just like this is gold you have to use it my goodness I loved it. I mean, it just came out of the blue. Yeah. When he said that, it was like, it was perfect. Just perfect for what, when he was saying it. And it was like the angel saying. Yeah. Um, This film opened number one at the box office. Yes. I didn't write down what it came out around. So I don't know what it beats. I, I read that it was number one. I did not. There would have been something to look up. Do you want me to look it up? No. Okay, good. Wrong hand. <laughs> Mom has injured a hand and it is currently occupied by Ash. Yes. But it's okay. Oh, he just sneezed on Oh, gross. He just sneezed on me. Gross. <laughs> He'll rub it off. Uh, the long fight scene. I told you that fight scene was like oh six God. minutes long. They just keep fighting with each other. <laughs> For the most part, was real fist fighting. Oh my god! The only thing that was like choreographed were the face and groin shots. Oh, there were a lot of those. Yeah, 
There are a lot of uh, direct hits. When Keith hits. David is like laying on top of him, just like kneeing <laughs> him in the balls. Oh my God. Whew. That was up close and personally painful. It hurt me. Yes, exactly. Now, I told you in the beginning that this has been co-opted by many different communities, mostly bad communities. Yes. Um, Carpenter has had to come out and and be like, guys, they live is about yuppies and unrestrained capitalism. It has nothing to do with the Jewish control of the world. Oh my goodness. Which is slander and a lie because several neo-Nazi and white supremacist groups have, have taken on this message like, yeah, yeah, you know, the Jews. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, they're trying to kill us all, Jews, and it's just like, oh my fucking god, are you serious right now? These people can't let anybody have anything. No, and it's all about the American, the American political system. It's not yeah. any of the other stuff. No, is he clawing you, Ash? It's okay. I'm rubbing his belly. He feels very good. Those claws are sharp as shit, though. I know. It's such a wonderful kitty. <laughs> oh, what happened? What happened, baby? I don't know what just happened. I can't see. I ripped over the the What's the, the scratcher. Okay. Scared himself. <laughs> the the cats are being wild today. Everybody's wild. Holy shit! Yes, we are. We're just all all of us are just wandering around. Yeah, but. But even, you know, we're we're seeing now with the with the mega people and you know, white supremacists are coming out of the woodwork and Yes. It it's 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 just what? Go back to your caves. Yeah, this this whole Oh, the I, I can't even imagine what's going to come of the next presidential election. I just What's going to happen? I don't know. But uh, anyways, John John Carpenter said that the the whole thing about Jewish control is a slander and a lie. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. Because, no, it's not about Jewish control. It's about goddamn Reaganism. It's about trickle-down economics. It's about how the rich are raping the poor. Right. Right. And to to say it's about anything else is just stupid. What are you looking for? I'm looking for movies. Oh, okay. I I looked up um, national resources for homelessness, and it says HUD is the main federal agency that works to address homelessness. What are they doing? They're not doing anything. And then it said also FEMA, and I said, holy shit, nothing's going to get done. Right, right. You know, and, and we're dealing with HUD right now here in Toledo with those apartment buildings. Yeah. You know, th- those people are living substandard. In smaller. In, in Toledo, Ohio. Yeah. What's HUD doing? Nothing. Why, why, have the, why has it come to that that HUD says that's okay for those people to live like that? I, I don't. I don't. I don't get it. I don't, you know, and we all know FEMA's a, you know, a broken system. Yeah. We saw that during Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. Yeah. So I, 
so there's really nothing nationally that that looks like is is a viable option locally there are several charities that run shelters um there's a phone number an ohio phone number to call oh nice and you can call 211 two yes 211 here in in and all of lucas county i know for certain 211 will get you assistance yeah for any need that you can have if they can't help you they will direct you who to contact yeah okay so but the unhoused problem is everywhere everywhere it's you know they only talk about it in the really big cities and i know that los angeles right now is is almost crippled by it but i can imagine simply because of their weather yeah i mean i can't imagine homeless problem we have here in in toledo with our weather up and down like it is you know some nights went out to snow this morning how, how would you know about all those people who don't have a home where'd they sleep last night right you know right so somewhere like los angeles that has better weather a little more temperate yes than we do you know i would think any place in in southern america that that has better weather than you know like ohio that what the homeless situation is all there right and then it doesn't help with uh you know with politicians that that think they're real fucking funny sending sending yeah. people that that have migrated here maybe by less than legal means maybe by illegal means and they're shipping them to to blue states, like, right. oh, <laughs> we're pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, look at us. No, you're fucking awful. Right, those are human beings. Right, what is wrong with you? How do you sleep at night? Right, they're they're abusing those people. That that's they're getting. You away should with get abuse. charged with human trafficking. Right, like how do you not see the difference between what you're doing and what people do on the black market? Well, like, like, how is there a difference? Well, they all signed a piece of paper that says they're willing to go. Yeah, you told Most them that of they them don't speak English. Right, you told them that they're going to find a job and good housing there. No, it's not what's happening. Yes, trickery is not good faith. No, no. So you know the the unhoused problem just keeps getting worse because right. because of assholes like. Greg Abbott and yes. Ron DeSantis. Right. That think they're real fucking funny. Right. I, I don't and and I, I don't foresee it getting any better. And I didn't want to get political. But but this is a political issue. This it is, is a political movie. This is supposed to make you feel a type of way. And I feel that type of way. Right. I, I didn't need this movie to feel this way. No, absolutely not. This is this is what we live with every right. day as lower middle class people. Right. And as comfortable as, as we have said that we are, we are still considered right. lower class middle people, lower middle class people. Right. Right. You know, you know, it's only by the grace of God we're above the poverty level. Yes. And that's because I've worked extra. Extra I've worked. There's been times I worked three jobs at a time. Yeah. You know, to get where I am. It's not it wasn't easy to get here. No. And you work got all hours you can. 
Justin works all the hours he can, and we're just making it. And yeah. that's not right. And I, Justin just figured out how much money he makes. Oh dear. And oh that, no. That that is what that is what has spurned his his. Well, I've got to work extra if we're going to go out to eat today. Oh no. Be, because I don't think he understood how much money he made versus how much money I make. Yeah. And 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 even with his his night premium money, he's still not making anywhere near what I make. And I I don't think he realized that until I broke it down for him. And how hard he works for the oh money. My goodness. And the fact that that his company is trying to it is fighting in like what is it antitrust laws or whatever oh, yeah. to it, buy more conglomerations. They they've got billion vice presidents that all have yachts and shit, but he's not making a livable wage. Well, part of that is his union. We can talk that a million times. And if you want to belong to the union, that's fine. But how can your union? Um, get you such bad pay. I don't. I don't understand that. I don't understand it either, and I don't. I don't want to talk too badly about the union because in in a lot of places unions do good things for their people. But this union, I don't feel is is working for their people. I feel like these absolutely people, not. These union people are are making fucking money. Yes, and and they're not really you know, sending, sharing the wealth. And no. I really think that the, the union that Justin works for is really not doing as good a job as they could. Right. You know, his health benefits are a fraction of mine. He, that's fine. He's not getting any better care than I am. Right. So what's the fucking point? Right. And the I whole feel... point is to be having better care for right. less money. Right. But if he's getting substandard care for the, for, you know, 50 bucks less a month than I pay, What's the fucking point? Right. And I don't know anything about his union, but the union that I just came out of. It's the same I, union. I wasn't. Different contracts. Different, of course. I don't, you know, I wasn't in the union. I didn't live through the contract. The, the starting wage is $12 an hour. Yeah. Did they negotiate to 12 dollars an hour and it was a fairly new contract i don't i don't understand that now i had somebody had asked me about um cost of living raise and i said what's that i said that's something only rich people get that's something rich people get we don't get yeah. that no 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 my, my social security got a cost of living raise did you yeah i think i get like 50 dollars a year Ooh. Don't God spend it all my, in one place. Yes. I'm going to be living. I. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, maybe next time I'll make you pay for breakfast. Yes. I don't know why you didn't. I will. I have not left, hardly left my house in a week. I, so I've got plenty of extra money. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, you know, we we're whipping a dead horse, honey. Oh, you know, the rich are going to continue to get richer, and the poor are going to continue to get poorer. Yeah, there's, you know, that's just the the what we live in. 
And I also have some shit to talk about religion because the Super Bowl just happened and some somebody decided that we needed a twenty million dollar commercial about Jesus. Yes. And excuse me, what? You know what? I personally know Jesus and he's offended that they spent that kind of money on that stupid commercial. Excuse me, what? Yeah. 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 An unbelievable that that some religious organization would think that they could spend that kind of money on I don't understand. I don't understand. I, I just and I don't understand, you know, the 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 necessity. Like and all all these fucking people like we need we need to bring Jesus into the schools. We need to bring G you know, we need to bring Jesus into politics. And the whole fucking point of the Americas was religious freedom. Right. Right. Does did, has nobody read a history book? No, absolutely not. These people wanted a break from the Church of England. Right. And if you want to send your child to a specific religious school, do that. Yeah, do that. Absolutely do that. But but don't fucking tell me that I have to have Jesus in my politics, that I have to have Jesus anywhere in my life, because I don't fucking need that. Nope. But uh, that has enraged so many people. Just the sheer amount of fucking money. Yeah. Oh my God! It could so well be used to help people. There are six hundred and fifty thousand unhoused people. I just said the number. What was that number you just gave us? Exactly. Exactly. Million dollars would go a long way to help those people. Yes, it would. Get rid of addictions. Get the mental health. Care that they need. Get back on their feet to become productive members of society but we live in a society that doesn't give a fuck if you're no. a productive member of society no they don't no absolutely and not sick and the yep. movie is from 1988 and it said the same thing yes it's having watched it it's so relative right now that this movie is so relative right now i don't think this movie is in terms of the way everything is going, every with everything is trending. I don't think this movie is ever not going no. to be relevant. And how how frightening that that is that from 1988 to now, no change, no change. It's worse. Worse. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I I don't get it. I, I don't, don't get it. And there's no change. There's there is no way in the world that any of this will ever change. No. And, because you know. The rich are going to stay rich. The religion is not ever going to be taxed, which it should be if they yep. have $20 million to spend on a Correct. Super Bowl commercial. Yes. You know, if Joel Osteen can buy, you know, another yacht this year, he he should be paying taxes on his church. Right. Did you see that shooting at his church? Yes. And and the and I was so pissed. I was so pissed because I went to the AP, which is fairly middle ground reporting, and it talked about the shooting for one paragraph, and then the rest of it was a puff piece on how Joel Osteen became a pastor. Oh my! God. And I was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me? 
Oh my God. Somebody went to his church with a gun with the intention of hurting people. Yeah. And we're going to talk about how great Joel Osteen thinks he is. I don't give a shit. No. What was wrong with this human being? What was so wrong with this person that they felt they had to do what they did? And to bring her child with her. Yes. Oh, I I can't even imagine that that poor child. I wonder how that child is. It got shot in the head. Oh my God. What is wrong with people I these don't know. days? And then I saw I, there was the, the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl, oh which I was happy about because I could give two shits about the 49ers and 49ers fans. Uh, it was really a matter of well, who's your favorite team? I'm going for the other team. Kansas City <laughs> Chiefs. <laughs> and and to find out that it was just kids, people, young people fighting. Yeah. Started it. Yeah. So you bring a gun to a rally? Yeah. And it's and this one little blurb that I read that, you know, that, that parade route was peppered oh. with police. Hundreds of police people were snipers on the roof in this, in the thick of this. And there were still one, one dead and how many people wounded? Nine, 10, 15? No, the last I heard it was 14. Yeah. But I I think most of those people were children were trampled. I, I don't, I don't, you know, I have not heard, I haven't watched the news in a few days, but I would think that most of them and most of them were children were were injured in the stampede that's even sicker yeah i i can't even imagine why so so the whole theory about a good guy with a gun is supposed to stop the bad guy with the gun where were these good guys with guns well if there were 800 police people in and around this crowd right how how did it more than one shot ring off right and as it turned out ordinary bystanders were the ones that took down the one shooter yeah and you know two two or three men jumped on this guy and some woman grabbed the gun and pushed it away from him yeah so that he couldn't get to it like what so so tell me again why our teachers are supposed to be armed right right I, I I don't get it. I just can't even. And I, like I said, I can't even imagine what's going to happen after the the presidential election. We, we're going to take a steep, steep dive, I think, in the next four years. Unfortunately, yeah. I, because either. Either way we go. It's the wrong way. It's the wrong way. Right. Right, just the fact that we are um, governed by old white men is a serious problem. And and for a seventy-seven-year-old man to be like, "Well, his eighty-one-year-old guy is too fucking old." Yeah, how old you're going to be at the end of a four-year stretch? That's eighty-one, sir. Do you know how math works? No, no, apparently not. So, like, so I don't understand. I don't. (laughs) Shut up. Yep. Now we need we need to change our change who are governing us. Get you know, as an old white woman, I say all you old white men, step back. Yes. 
It's it's certainly time to step back. God, this is where we are because of you assholes. Yep. Yeah. But women are too emotional. Right. Okay. Okay. You know, the the amount of change that has happened in the world in the last 40 years, and all of the same men are running this country. Yes. We need we need more women. We need more more gay people. We need more people of color. We need younger people to step up and I I don't know, give us some direction. Take us in a new direction. We there we go. We have been in a downward spiral since the eighties. Yep. And it's only getting worse. And we need somebody to pull the nose up. Yeah. Nobody's gonna do that. No. Nope. Probably not in mom's lifetime. Probably not in mine. Oh, definitely not in my lifetime. I'm I'm not gonna live that much longer. So I mean I can't even imagine that anything will change. No. You know. So so these 80-year-olds are done. The next ones to come up will be new 80-year-olds. And I, I don't understand how they're like, well, you know, the the younger generation is, is you know, they're going to bring us out of this. No, the younger generation is following in the footsteps of all these fucking fossils. Yeah. That, that's, talk to, talk to the young Republicans now. They're just as crazy as the old ones. Yes. Yes. If not crazier. Yes. So, so well, so that's what? what's that's what they call that group in in the Senate, the Congress, the House, the Crazy Eights. The Crazy Eights. Call them crazy because they're voting no on everything unless Donald Trump tells them not to, and so nothing can change. Well, that's um a lady at work is she just says crazy shit all the time. It just is shocking what she gets away with. And um, she said that when Mike Johnson was um, voted Speaker of the House, she's like, oh, I really like that guy. He reads his Bible. And it's just like, no, he doesn't. Reading a book and taking to heart and, and, and living a life based on the teachings of a book are wholly different concepts. Yeah, because right in the Bible it says leave Caesar's things to Caesar. You wouldn't be in politics if you were going to leave Caesar's things to Caesar. I just... Period. End of quote. I just, I don't, I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand how it's conflated that, well, because I read the Bible, I live the Bible. No, right. you're not. Nope. Nope. And I, I don't, I don't understand how that has become... Like the mantra du jour among these crazy people. You know, I've seen pictures of Marjorie Taylor Greene reading a Bible. I don't know if that woman knows how to read. I don't think she does. She's talk about crazy. My goodness, she even kind of looks crazy. She is crazy. Yeah. I, it was so funny. I was watching something and it was um, it was some congressperson. Uh, she was she was crying about uh, border security and how we need um, threat. We need to address the threats from domestic terrorism. We need you know we need terrorism to be er- eradicated. And you know this is terrorism, terrorism, terrorism. And this this congressman, I don't know who it was, but God bless him. He was just like, I am not going to be lectured by Ms. Green. 
because on her website, she is selling defund the FBI t-shirts, sweatshirts, and caps for $30 per item. Not a group of items, per item. And he said, and I don't know if she is aware that the FBI is the organization the U.S. has to fight terrorism. And he's just like, and I'm not yielding my time. And (laughs) that's it. That's it. They want to get rid of the FBI. They want to get rid of the CIA. They want to get rid of, you know, want to do their dirty work. If they get rid of all of the spy organizations. Exactly. It's going to do their spy. What, are they going to Google spy on us like everybody else has to do? I, I don't know. I, I, You know, let, let's do some um, psychic readings and see if that helps oh, out. Christ. For some, for some reason, I have got this psychic that has picked up on my, my, uh, your email, my emails. I'm thinking, where did I get this from? And thinking, why would I have gotten this? This is so weird. Oh, well, I don't, you know, how do we get any of the spam email we get? Um, Hot young teenagers want to want to talk to me in my email, and I know what that means. And I don't want to know what that means. And I just move that to spam. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and if you need anything for your erectile dysfunction, I can cover you. My I've got emails. it all in my email. Yeah. What? All natural cures and everything. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Think of, what did I get into this? I don't know. I don't know how I got any of it. Also, also Russian. Russian women want to holler at me. Oh I, thank you. Yes. Thank you, ladies. I am not interested. Only if you've got money. <laughs> you have money? Then bring it on over. Okay. No, just send it to me. Yeah, just send it to Western me. Union. Uh-huh. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. Yeah. Yes, I don't know how we get any of these emails, but how, how have you gotten a psychic in your email? What? A Chris psychic? A psychic by Chris? I don't know what it is, but what? Zip through it. Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, I, I I don't know how, you're right, how half of that stuff comes to me. But every day I have 20 or 30 junk mails. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I think everybody does, don't they? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't think I'm any I special. I operate three email accounts and I all of it, all of it is garbage. Well, well, um, Yahoo's going to close down one of them because I haven't used it in a while. So. Oh. They can close it. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care either. I don't think they can, but they they say claim they will. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> Feel free. Yeah. I keep the one going that I I use, but I've got the podcast one. It's all full of garbage. I got I got my personal one, and I have a Gmail account that I rarely oh. use, but it's all just full of garbage. Yeah, I have a Gmail account. I probably don't even know how to get into anymore. Oh. Gmail makes it a giant pain in the ass to get in there. Yeah, you got to have all this stuff. And then they'll you have to have like a 15. And then they'll send you a code yeah, on your Gmail. Um, I can't get into my Gmail. How am I going to get that code? Ugh. <laughs> yeah. 
The 15 character password is what gets me. I oh. can't remember that many letters. Fuck this shit. Exclamation point. <laughs> I can't remember that. All caps. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait a minute. How many? That's 12. Uh huh. And the exclamation point. 13. Oh, I need two more? Yeah. Um, uh, hashtag and a uh, at. <laughs> All caps. <laughs> no, lowercase. Oh, you got to add the number, too. Change the has- hashtag to a one. That just kind of looks like a finger up in there. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, how did we veer off onto this? I don't know, but I think it's it's kind of has dovetailed into something that we can call a closing. Okay, I'm I'm okay with that because I don't even remember what we were talking about. We were talking about politics. Oh, that just real nasty with you know that enrages me. Every vote for, um, what's her name is a vote against Trump. Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley. Yeah. She's going to do very good, though. I know, but every vote for Nikki Haley is a vote against Donald Trump. That's my mantra now, right now. Nobody's listening. No. Did you see that she is? She she has applied for Secret Service protection because of the the threats that her her campaign has gotten? Yeah. Well, you know what? I could put up with, you know, half a dozen death threats. But you know when it gets up? you know, three, four, five figures, I think maybe, yeah, maybe it might be time to get a little protection. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I heard, I heard a noise this morning. What? I had, I had gone outside. I had talked to butterscotch. Mm-hmm. I had come inside. I pet the cats. I, I washed my hands. I took my bathroom off and I went back to bed and I just sat there in bed and I was, cause I was like, well, I'm not really tired anymore. So I'm not, I don't know if I should lay down. And I heard this noise, and I'm like, what the Christ is that noise? And I, it, it was real insistent noise, and I was just like, what the hell? I was like, is that Butterscotch tapping at the door? Is she is she banging yeah. on the door? So I got up, and I came out here, and it was real loud. It's that white cat toy that had gotten onto the wood, and it flipped on its side. Oh, no. I, how it flipped on its side, I don't know. One of your little friends might have done that. They must have. But boy, it scared the hell out of me this morning. And I texted Justin. <laughs> Justin's like, should we think of buying a gun? And I'm like, no. No, I'd shoot myself in the goddamn foot. Yep. I hurt myself I, before I hurt anybody yes. else with it. If you, own, if you own a gun for protection, you have to be willing to kill someone. Straight up. That That's, you know, if you raise your gun to protect yourself, you have to be willing to kill someone i'm not willing to do that oh i'm there okay then (laughs) then you absolutely if if someone comes in my house and doesn't kill me first i'm gonna do some real sick saw shit to them okay all right they're gonna wish they hadn't come in here all right because there is very little humanity left in this body i i get it i mean i get it in and i will be in prison for the rest of my life for doing what i do no, you wouldn't. You're protecting yourself. Well, it, it goes to an extent, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess so. You're <laughs> right. Once it reaches that saw level of shit, 
<laughs> you are no longer protecting yourself. You are just sadistic. Okay. <laughs> right. You've never seen Saw, so you don't know what I'm talking about. I know you, honey, and I believe you. <laughs> but the movie Saw took the horror genre in a whole new direction, and it really, it really crosses that line between between scary movie and torture porn. Oh my goodness! And and I I am willing to torture somebody okay. that comes into my house. All right, I'm okay with that. It's your house. <laughs> Yay! On that note, don't come to Lex's. Don't come to my house. If you don't plan on killing me, you plan on dying. Okay. Slowly. Start at the little toe. I'm not going to tell you how I'm going to do it. But I'm going to skin you. Ooh. And you're going to be alive for it. Ah. And it's not going to be fun. It's not going to be fun for either of us. Okay. Okay. Alrighty. On that note. On that note, we haven't figured out another movie. No. You know we, we you know us by now. Yeah. Come on. We are ill prepared for pretty much everything. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we did a TikTok. It was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> We are ridiculous. I made signs. That was pretty cool. I hand draw it. I hand drew signs. Having seen the movie, they were perfect. Nice block letters. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, some of them were, were not as perfect as they should have been. Yeah, but, but for for hand drawing them on my lap with in the dark, <laughs> because my house is goddamn dark, <laughs> and there's no usable surface area... I, I, you did a, a great I job. I they look great. Yep. Yep. They're I, great. I can post pictures of them in the Facebook. Group. Oh, you should. Yeah. Also, I want everybody to appreciate my signage because Justin said that the cost of the um, poster board was ridiculous. And I, I said, if you had told me how much the poster board cost, I would have told you not to buy it. Poster board is expensive? He said it was like $5 a sheet. And I said, are you goddamn kidding me? It used to be like like a sheet. Like two for a dollar? Yes. That's why I said buy two. Oh, well, then they were even better. Yeah. So I want you to appreciate oh, my $10 worth of signage. You need to save those then. We need to use them for something else. <laughs> or for three other things. <laughs> you I need to, to frame them. Yeah, you need to keep them and put them in our cabinet so that we can. <laughs> okay, that was weird. The recorder just turned off, so that was, I guess, a sign for us to hurry it really up. Really wrap it up. Okay. Get our shit together. Yeah. Um, yeah, we don't know what we're doing next. Look at our TikTok. Yes, it's funny. Keep Keep an eye out on Facebook to see what we're doing. Okay. And um, if you don't like her political views, go fuck yourself. Yeah, well, have uh, we encourage you to have your own. But if you don't like mine, you can go fuck yourself. I will respect yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll be respectful of yours. But in my head, I'll be calling you a moron. Right, exactly. And I'll probably be telling you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> All righty. On that note, please do not go fuck yourself. 
No. Have a great day. Go out and do something nice for somebody. Yeah. Pet a cat. Oh, yeah. It's wonderful. (laughs) All right. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.